Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Saul Williams is an American poet, musician, and actor. Anisia Uzaman is an actress, playwright, and director. And these two talented folks came together to co-direct the masterful film, Neptune Frost. The film had its world premiere last summer in the director's fortnight section of the Cannes Film Festival, before screening at Toronto and New York Film Festival during the fall of last year. The film takes place amid the hilltops of Burundi, where a collective of computer hackers emerges from a mining community, the result of a romance between a miner and an intersex runaway. Set between the states of being, past, present, dream, and waking life, colonized, free, male and female, memory, and prescience, Neptune Frost is a call to reclaim technology for progressive political ends. The film offers an amalgamation of many of the themes and ideas of Saul Williams included in his songs and explored in his work, most notably his 2016 album, Martyr, Loser, King. Williams made his acting debut in the Mark Levin film, Slam, which he co-wrote. The film won the Sundance Grand Jury Prize and the Cam Camera Dior in 1998. In 2014, Williams made his Broadway debut as a lead in Holla If You Hear Me, based on the lyrics of Tupac Shakur. Saul has published five books of poetry, which have been translated into several languages. As a musician, Saul has released six albums and toured and collaborated with artists including Kanye West, Nas, Janelle Monet, Nine Inch Nails, Rage Against the Machine, and The Roots. Anisia Uzaman was born in Rwanda and studied drama at the Superior School of Theater in France. Her directorial debut, Dream States, was shot entirely on iPhones and starred Saul Williams, William Nadalam, and Botsia. The film premiered at the Los Angeles Film Festival in 2016. Her first book, a poetic treatment of her original screenplay, Salomia, will be published by Not A Cult this fall. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex, associate editor and film writer at Deadline Hollywood. Now, having already introduced our guest, I have to say this episode is special because Saul Williams drops a Cannes Film Festival bomb that I did not see coming. To find out what it is, be sure to tune in. Also, rate, like, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify if you like what you hear. Now, with that said, let's get into it. Thank you, uh, Saul Williams. Uh, just, I want to thank you both for creating something so original and just magical and something that speaks to every intersection I exist at. And I just uh, thank you for coming on the uh, Scene to Scene podcast with Deadline. How are you both doing? 
We are doing great. My name is Anisia Uzeman. And I am Saul Williams, and we are super happy to be here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Anisia, right? I'm saying that right, right? I didn't want yeah. to, I was scared to death. So I didn't want to pronounce <laughs> it. I'm glad you pronounced it well. I was, you know, scared of doing that. And I, I want to know, um, first of all, how, how, how does one's mind conceptualize something like, and I, I, so I often sit sometimes in films and think, well, you know, man, I wish I came up with something like this. And that's when I know that a movie has something special because I think of everything, but <laughs> obviously you, you guys were able to think further outside the box. And I just want to know how does, how did this idea become conceptualized and materialized in the way that it, it did? Well, I think that it came out of, out of a real love of, gosh, everything from each other, everything we share and mm -hmm. everything we yearn to see Mm -hmm. on the screen so mm -hmm. a love of black skin because i think one neptune frost and its lighting and images is a mm -hmm. celebration of black skin mm -hmm. right and how it absorbs and reflects light mm -hmm. um that's before you even get to the story it is right, that right. you know what i'm saying um and then in terms of the story and we wanted to provide something that we wish we had when we were kids mm -hmm. you know um something that that spoke to every intersection where we exist mm -hmm. you know and and something that spoke beyond uh all the givens or expectations of of narrative of form of of what people tend to look for when they look at films coming off of the continent and the whole nine um we wanted to to celebrate our imagination and invite people uh you know to to see from our point of view or from our dreams or from our perspective, uh, invite them uh, there, you know, um, instead of comforting um, them and, you know, responding to their demands. I think it's really also a desire or an attempt at freedom, you know? Um, and so I think it stems a lot uh, in that, attempt at freeing all kind of things energies storytelling yeah. um and technology right and technology looking at ourselves as technology mm -hmm. as as the thing that has progressed you know society ever forward you know you look at the haitian revolution and what that means for democracy you look at the enslavement of africans and what that means for the riches of nations in terms of where how they were able to progress as a result of free labor you look at all of the resources that people wake up you know and like i can't move without my coffee or i can't roll without the rubber on my tires or i can't drink my coffee without some sugar or any of the things or i can't sleep without a little bit of rum or mm -hmm. any of the things that we take for granted that you know whether it's it's our you know from our smartphones to to what's in our kitchens and the whole nine and how they all are sourced from the same place mm -hmm. through the exploitation of the same people and mm -hmm. what have you you know and so in in freeing the narrative we also wanted to uh you know attack the truth mm -hmm. you know um or attach the truth 
to 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 the story in a way that 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 still was not necessarily going down the route that people would expect from us. Like, oh, is this a, a you know an expose on the Colton mining thing? Like, no, we're not. It's not. It's, no, it's not. You know what I'm saying? It's trust. It's 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 a it's a trust. Uh, you know, a space. Um, it's trusting poetry, trusting yes. our imagination trusting and you know um really um holding on to that mm -hmm. and believing that it touches that yeah. it, that is it's conveying uh, you know a story that it's mm -hmm. possible yeah and that people will meet us where we are we're tag team and that people will meet us where we are <laughs> you're not getting the word um, <laughs> one more thing i just want to say that uh, yeah it, because i like that thing about trusting and, and you know and trusting that people will meet us where we are it mm -hmm. makes me think of that um tony morrison quote i've heard anesia reference which is that you know where she says i i did not go towards the center i stood on the periphery and stayed there and waited for the center to come to me because mm -hmm. eventually the center begins to expand mm -hmm. and all you have to do is sit and watch folks um and you can always see what people are doing and decide whether or not you want to make those same decisions or you want to do something different and i think ob observation is a very big part of the film and the gaze that it sort of presents. But I also wanna talk about this idea of the technology of blackness and, mm. what that, and what that looks like in terms of you have this, this, the, you know, this intersex, intersex character, Neptune, but the things that make blackness so strong is our memory, like one of the characters mm -hmm. and innocence and the things that exist within our our culture that are often robbed from us. Tell it. Um, <laughs> they're often um, robbed from us. So I want to know when, you know, instituting these characters and the emotional connection that I'm sure both of you had with these characters. Can you talk a little bit about their sort of um, emotional journey, so to speak? Like all the characters, I know some are, are some have played a big part than others, but there's a sense of emotional attachment there that I got uh, between the creator and these characters. And I, I want to sort of speak, I want to hear you guys sort of speak to that emotional journey. Yeah, I mean, um, we could start by um, the, the, you know, the, the, the journey of that um, person that goes through a transformation uh, that allow that allow that that character to step into their own power. Mm -hmm. um, I think um, as a woman, it was um, really fantastic to be able to share really the the time that it takes, the portals that you have to go through in mm -hmm. order to find yourself and to be um you know totally um, um in 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 acceptance of your own powers and what happens when you finally you know step into your full mm -hmm. your fullness and um that is to me um 
a superhero in birth, mm -hmm. you know, and to be able to accompany, to, to just take the time to, to, it's complicated. It's not like, oh, and then superpower. No. You got bit by a spider. <laughs> oh, right, right. You know? <laughs> and I love that time taken mm -hmm. to really, this is this is what this is the time it takes this is the the the, the emotion that it takes this is you know the violence that we we go through in order to reach those places this is what we connect um to when we 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 accept to 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 step into our our best or you know amplified uh, self mm -hmm. so yeah i mean i th i think the film is is not only a coming coming of age story for Neptune and Madaluza for all of the characters you you mentioned right and that you didn't mention memory lol psychology um all of the minors it's a coming of age story for every individual in this film mm -hmm. you know um and 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 even innocent has to reckon and uh, we won't give any spoilers but even innocent has to reckon with the choices that he's made mm -hmm. in the position that that puts him in you know and so but what does it mean to come of age? I mean, there's that, you know, repeated refrain in the film of, of I was born in my 23rd year, mm -hmm. which is something that I personally relate to. You mm -hmm. know, um, I know it's the time, it's the age where where I began writing poetry. Mm -hmm. And and it's also the age that I became a father, mm -hmm. you know, and and this sense of of thinking, you know, yourself and thinking you know what you have to offer and thinking you know what you want to do and the direction you want to go. And then slowly, like sometimes like a light switch, but also a gradual process towards that light switch where it's like, ah, now it's all starting to make sense. Mm -hmm. you know? And that moment when Neptune steps into Digitaria or even before when Neptune steps into herself Mm -hmm. and is and is attempting to walk with us or we're walking with her as she attempts to make sense of you know these powers that 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 she's engaging within herself mm -hmm. because as the motherboard you know um you know this is one of the working metaphors in the film is that is that her wiring her wiring enables her to communicate um wirelessly mm -hmm. um with the world right and and we're playing a lot with these metaphors, right? Because we know that that you know you want to talk about us as technology, but we know that the drum, for example, um, that drum patterns are coding, and that drum were used for communication, and, and it was mm -hmm. a form of wireless communication that truly predates these devices we now mm -hmm. use. You know, and we looking at the connection between the coding of drum patterns and the coding in the virtual realm, you know, and mm -hmm. all through the sense of, of, of that connectivity and, 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 and what is it that we aim to communicate and there's discourse in the film about well if we have the world's attention, like well what should we say, mm -hmm. you know. Um, what should we speak to? If I have everybody's attention, it's, it's like the thing I would ask of rappers sometimes. It's like, if you have everybody's attention, do you want to just say, throw your hands in the air? Or... <laughs> or, you know, there's a lot of shit you could say. You know, what I'm but, <laughs> you know but if you want to resort to the script, okay. Um, so... And, and that's also what we're playing with here. It's like if if we if we have everyone's attention in this film, what do we want to say? Where do we want to bring people? Where do, what do we want to connect? Mm -hmm. You know, 
between a story, storytelling, the medium through which it's told, and the love and care and attention that's put into the creation of this story. Well, see, you 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 bring up. It leads me to my next question because when you talk about like this sort of wireless experience or being able to communicate without sound, there's a lot of that in the fashion and the lighting. Because if I think about the way that things were, you know, during slavery, before slavery, and you know, free, you know, freed people and freed black people across the diaspora and how we look at lighting and use the sun to sort of navigate uh, how we live and how fashion and hair were, were sometimes maps um, mm -hmm. to, to freedom, to food, to water, yeah. to, to, to whatever. And I, I had that question about, you know, is the fashion and lighting telling the same story as the people um because i look at the characters and i look at their movement but i see the lighting and the fashion and i get a different uh message from it because that idea of being wireless is is sort of what came to mind when i would look it was, it was almost like these things are sort of facets and characters of their own because they relayed their own messages throughout the film um and said things that you know didn't need words so I think also there is um, something to be said about the connection made with ancestral, um, you know, I'm, talk, I'm thinking about the fashion um, mm -hmm. and the fashion designer for the film Cedric Mizero is, um, is someone, is an artist that works um, at connecting and, and, and ancestral, please. Yes, and, ancestral. ancestral. That's a perfect word. That's what I was looking for um, when I was rambling. Yeah, special, um, you know, uh, uh, traditional, traditional mm -hmm. um, hairstyles and 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 ways of wearing things and 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 all of that that connect connected mm -hmm. to the present uh, going. Um, I would say it's connected to the present, but going through the future. Mm -hmm. You see what I mean? Like there is a constant. Um, uh, Kind of dialogue dialogue uh, in, in 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 the in the design the design that that the film is is um is, is conveying is, yeah yeah and also yeah also the the um you know even as relates to this question and your previous question in terms of the emotions and the emotional journeys of the character but as relates to lights mm -hmm. you know um i know for a fact that that anesia's approach uh she worked with a um um an, an amazing photographer um, and lighting designer, Chris Schwaga, uh, on the lighting. And, and I know that you guys' approach was all about enhancing emotions. Yes, it was. Um, it was, and it was also um, how uh, we, we, we amplify the, the surreal, um, the surreal side of the story. How mm -hmm. do we step into a, uh, um uh, yeah otherworldly place um while in the same time being very attentive to translate and to enhance what the characters the emotional uh, journey their mm -hmm. emotional journey and what they had to you know um pull 
in order mm. to convey uh, that th those journeys. So it is a very emotional um, lighting work, I would say. Um, yeah. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. Go no, ahead. so I would say that it doesn't, it doesn't, I don't think it tells a different story. I think that when you, you know, like when you look at the costumes, for example, and you see the ingenuity mm -hmm. and recycling, you know, and, and, and zero waste and, and not letting anything go to waste, that is the story. Mm -hmm. That is the story. The story is that ingenuity. Mm -hmm. The story is, you know, that, that, that to you it's keyboards, but to me, it's a jacket that, mm -hmm. you know, that, 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 that transports me to another time and place. Um, you know, th there's an amazing um, essay by Amiri Baraka where he talks about, like, he's like, who the fuck um, created the shape of the, of the typewriter? Mm -hmm. He was like, if I was making a typewriter, I would have made it more, you know, curved like an arc so that you could kind of hit shit with your elbows at the end <laughs> and, and, you know, and put your shoulders into it so that you could say what you really want to say. You know what I'm saying? And it, right. And it's, <laughs> and it's and it's an essay on technology that Amiri Baraka did, and he talks about the shape, the design of the typewriter, and 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 I think the the design of Digitaria, uh, the use of lights, and the story actually combine in ways in which they they all are telling the same story. And I don't want to ignore uh, Tani Melendez, aka Lo Lady Soulfly, who collaborated with Cedric Mazzaro. Um, she she did the the hair and makeup. Mm -hmm. And for anyone that's seen the film, they know that the hair and makeup in, in connection to the wardrobe is everything. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I think one of the words that I was looking for is there's an ancestral connection because I, I, I feel like, isn't that what Afrofuturism is? We're bringing those things from our history into the present. They exist in different forms and fashions, but it is still sort of, the baseline is still there for things that I recognize, you know, growing up or that others that have grown up in different places when they look at Neptune Frost they say I recognize that but it exists in a different world and I think that that's definitely what Afrofuturism is about but do you have a different do you two have a different definition of what Afrofuturism means to you specifically? You know I have a story about um, the, the Maasai uh, no, the, um, yes the Congolese people of uh, mm -hmm. paintings Okay, uh, um, the, the, the paintings are like, they don't have the same idea of perspective, mm -hmm. right? Everything is on the first plan. And for years, you know, the, the academics, the, you know, would define this as being, um, how do you call them? Those, those uh, uh, naive art or something. Primitive art, art until you realize that effectively those perspectives are different 
but that are that they are almost futuristic but so much yeah. so that when a picasso sees it or that when a contemporary artist sees those paintings that have been made since forever mm -hmm. he can now walk towards that that idea idea of perspective mm -hmm. that it otherwise perspective, it, it yeah. liberates perspective basically and i think that is what what's what ancestral connection with the present and the future is is that there are things extraordinary things hairstyles mm -hmm. fashion styles folk tales that are so advanced i know that yeah. one of the the the, the very uh, nourishing uh tale uh, the dogon uh, yeah. tale that is uh you know that that finds its way in neptune frost with, uh, with with the story of Sirius, yes, and and so the Dogon from Mali, um, in, in their cosmology, they say that they come from the planet Sirius, mm -hmm. right? And and the and the first fifty years of NASA was them confirming uh, the constellations that the Dogon had mapped with their naked eye without the use of a telescope. Wow! Up until the point of the Dogon saying, you know, it's it's not a binary star. There is a third star there, and NASA didn't see that until recently. That it's not just Sirius A and Sirius B. There's a third star there, which which is called Sirius C, and what NASA named Digitaria. Wow. Which is where this thing comes, you know, this story is rooted in, right? And 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 of course, like, you know, what Denise is saying, even with the the hairstyles of Mataluz and what have you, they look like completely modern takes on actual, like if you look up Rwandan hairstyles, you're gonna go, oh. Mm -hmm. That, that that that's that's an old hairstyle it's right, an right. ancient hairstyle even the drums i mean the drums are something i know that became banned uh you know in the caribbeans and in the, the states um because they were so powerful and so yep. much um they, they were enabling communication between right so much that they became like uh Enemy of, the, of the state. Of yeah, the yeah. state. Yeah, yeah. And we're talking about technology, you know, communication technology, as he was saying, which is to say that it all depends from where you from where you're where seeing you're it from. It where from. you're seeing it from. But you know, and so so in relation to your question surrounding Afrofuturism, because I mean, I would say that that you know, I grew up in the 80s and we were Afrofuturists then. I mean, mm -hmm. well, we, we were in the streets in New York dancing like robots. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like that, yeah. That's exactly what we were doing, and we were and we were definitely taking recycled recycling uh, turntables and finding uh, found objects, whether they were you know our parents' record collection or whatever, and making something new out and of people something. People were old. walking around like cyborgs with the Walkman headphones on. Hello, we were wearing ski goggles, the boom box. And Hello, Ronel Z. Hello. Yes. Yeah, we've been on that, and so. And so we had a beautiful talk uh, at BAM with, uh, with a young woman by the name of Nima Gitere, um, mm. who, who on Instagram is called Take Back the Internet. Um, she does something called Data Healing. She also is a part of a collective that works around this idea of Afro-presentism. Mm -hmm. And, and, and we, we, we have you know, also embraced um, what we've discussed with her because of the fact that, you know, if we're completely honest, when Anisi and I were, were conceptualizing um, Neptune Frost, not once did we ever no. refer to Afrofuturism. Right. Not once. We, ne we never thought of it. It's, it's wonderful 
that society has uh, a, a terminology now, has a way uh, of placing these new ideas that don't belong to, and I think what they're saying is it's ideas that don't belong to our colonial past. You know what I'm saying? But 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 the thing is, like when I look at white science fiction, mm -hmm. I'm gonna go ahead and fuck around and just call Star Wars and a bunch of shit. I white mean, science it is fiction. what it is, right? Yeah. But when I look at that, you know, I don't see necessarily a a, a, a freed, you know, that I wouldn't call that Eurofuturism. Um, because if, no, if it's free because, from a colonial past, because all it is is a fear of the shit that they did being imposed on them by aliens, right? Like, oh shit, we did this in the new world, and now my big fear is that aliens are gonna come and make us slaves, um, you know, for for a new empire or whatever the fuck, you know. Um, but so so this process of freeing the imagination and and stepping into ourselves and acknowledging that all of these resources and all of these people that 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 have have played such a huge role in the progression of earth and the progression of democracy and the progression of technology um is ecology, is ecology. like yeah because we you know like we, they look at indigenous cultures to to relearn about ecology right, right. we were never wasting shit Mm -hmm. We didn't waste no parts of the animal, no parts of nothing. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? We wasn't inventing plastic. You know right. what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> and 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 so I and so this embracing of of the Afro present, mm -hmm. I think is is also very crucial and, and something that we are in dialogue with. Um and 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 important to to point point out as well. Was yeah. this these were these concepts difficult for the can audience to get? Oh, uh, <laughs> oh, I'm a, you know we we had we had French distributors say say stuff to us like how am I supposed to you know because I know a lot of people don't know how a film works right they're like people will be like why didn't you bring it to my town as if we're bringing the film to, to their local theater. They don't mm -hmm. know that theaters have to speak to the distributors and say, and choose between the film that they're being offered here and the film they're being offered there and say, yeah, we'll take this film, mm -hmm. right? And so we were meeting with one distributor saying, how am I supposed to meet with theater programmers? This is a French dude. How am I supposed to meet with theater programmers in France and tell them that I have an African film that talks about decolonialism? How am I supposed to sell that film? He said that to us. I believe it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And you know, I mean, off. shit. The first question we had off of the first question we had off the stage, our first, our premiere yeah. of the film was a French man raising his hand and saying, "Well, you know, first, I just want to say that um, I can tell from the film that there is daylight in Rwanda. So why would you choose to film black people at night, knowing that they are difficult to see in the dark?" This is the bullshit we face. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And and to be clear, um, and it was full of it. Yeah. Bit, but I must say that sometimes it's also, you know, some people uh, talk about themselves when they are in confronted with an idea that is not theirs, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. an idea that they didn't support um, in terms of, you know, um, creation, creation, imagination, imagination yeah. an idea where then they had no words to 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 say, and plus it doesn't even specially, you know take them into account like it used to. Like there is nobody in this film that is coming to save or that is coming to command. <laughs> yeah. Or to, and, right. Yeah, yeah, you, you know? know? Or, so I, th I think it's, 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 it's that dynamic that, you know, the Westernism of, of, of things um, makes it very clear that what people 
what deranges them is in fact themselves you know it's 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 related to what is their problem actually. and that problem has a lot to do with what she's saying that has a lot you mean sometimes the undercurrent is why should i care Mm -hmm. you know, where we have been our, inserting ourselves into quote unquote white stories our entire lives, mm -hmm. right? Like we, as kids, we didn't, you know, hear Little Red Riding Hood and, and be like, or Hansel and Gretel, like, well, I can't relate. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. We, were like, we were in those stories too. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But but sometimes those people, same people that tell us those stories will look at our stuff and be like, well, I don't see a place for me in it unless, you know, Jennifer Lawrence is going to step from behind a fucking bush and say, there is effectively somebody, some traumatic you know, uh, <laughs> images of black bodies exposed. Oh yeah, time. yeah, because they're looking for that. They're looking for the trauma. Like, so are we finally gonna get to see more bodies and more death and more? You know what I'm saying? And 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 they're looking for that documentarian approach to the continent. They can't get past the documentarian approach to the continent. They can get past that. We can on the continent talk about any topics Hello. i mean we we should be free to do those uh, you know historical dramas and all those things but we should be also allowed to tell stories that are as we always you know, have fantastic and, yeah. and 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 it is not easy to to re it's it's like a re reconfiguration uh almost you know um of, yeah. um of the keywords the keyboards everything you know um, but yeah, it wasn't, it was really, it wasn't easy, um, really <laughs> shocking. We don't, we, they don't take the opportunity to navigate our worlds, but we are forced to navigate theirs. And that's why, you know, we are, uh, you know, there's, we're all multi-talented because they don't have to be bothered and we do. Um, well, you know, the other side of it, I'm sorry to cut you off. No, 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 it's okay. One more thing in connection to, to your question here is, is that the other side of it, you know, because Anisi and I have seen um, much of our role surrounding this film in, in protecting the film. It's mm -hmm. been our job to protect the idea so that it gets done the way that we envision it. And, and so one thing that's clear, you know, is, is that one, back to your question at Can, the final thing that I'll report here is that, uh, during our last days at the festival, um, a, a number of, of the committee members from the selection that we were in pulled us aside at a cocktail party and said, hey, we just want you to know that uh, when we watched your film, um, we unanimously decided that your film should be opening the director's fortnight uh, selection. Mm -hmm. We unanimously decided that. And uh, and so they thought it was going to go down until the chair came back from a meeting and said, actually, we have to choose a film that um, that that has money from our sponsors in it. And, and wow. when it comes to African cinema, that's a major thing because of the fact that, you know, like a good 85 percent of African African cinema, if it's not coming from uh, Nigeria or or South Africa, mm. is funded by France. They have a fund for African cineasts where they give small amounts of money, small amounts of money for films which they must approve. 
right? Which right. means that narratives that they must approve um, and, and, and then insist because you've accepted this money that your film be not only that you don't work with locals um, in, in, the, in the crew or cast, you know, but particularly in the crew, like, so they bring in French crews, um, but then they insist that the language of the film be at least 65% in the colonial language in French. You know, mm -hmm. and 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 us deciding because we did have to make that decision, considering that you know what we what we needed for cinema lights and what have you. Like at the end of the day, we decided to build our own uh, cinema lights and rails and dollies. We built everything there because we were being courted by France, we were being courted mm -hmm. by India, we were being courted by other places. But we would have had to bring in a crew with that equipment and thus not be working with the local population that we had dreamt of working with in the first place, who have always been delegated to third and fourth assistant positions when those European, American, and foreign crews come in. And in our film, that you know the locals played the, the, the head position of each mm -hmm. department. And that was important to us as well. And if we had, had accepted money from Hollywood, it would have been the same thing, except it would have been forced to be in English. Yeah. You know, um, and, and so protecting that part of the vision was also huge for us. But that's something that at Cannes, that, yeah, that also made us stand apart because there was definitely this vibe of how did you, you know, like, how did you dare? How dare you? Because Rwanda <laughs> is a part of, yeah, Rwanda is a part of what they call the Francophonie. You know, mm -hmm. it's a part of the 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 the, the delegation yes. of countries. No, they were in shock. So, were so, so you're not shock. supposed to come out with a film from Rwanda that's that's not in French their and 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 not in their system. Like, how do we not hear this? How did we not put money in this? That's not right. And that that affected us. Yeah, we would have been open tonight of 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 directors fortnight. I mean, there's so many layers to it. Holy shit! I um, <clears throat> I didn't expect that part of it at all and um while i'm still not surprised it's still it's still somewhat shocking and just let me tell you they were shocked too the committee members said by the way remember they said by the way you can tell this story in the press and i'm glad you 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 did and i can't wait to to publish and um let people know uh uh saul um and, and Anisia, thank you both so much for your candid and earnest responses. I, I hope one day I get to meet you both. Um, I love yeah. Neptune Frost. I'm originally from the Bronx, so. Where um, you at now? I'm in Harlem right now. Okay. okay. You ain't too far from the Bronx. Yeah, I, I'm not too far from the Bronx, but I'm originally from there and I'm living in Harlem right now. And uh, I, uh, I was away when, um, you know, it premiered in New York, so I wasn't able to make it, but hopefully uh, I get to meet you guys, you know, on another tip at some point. Um, but thank you so much for being outspoken. Like when you reached out to me after I published my piece, it was a big deal because I was getting a lot of hate from white folks and people of color telling me I was wrong. And that's the way things have always been. Mm -hmm. And, you know, some people don't see anything wrong with the seven people, you know, the seven people, being mm -hmm. seven black people being there and that's it because they want to keep their status to themselves. So it was- uh, no, This story was heartbreaking. It was heartbreaking, but we were very aware. Um, Anisia had, had what was the first to, to say, hey, did you yeah, see this? I acknowledged you, yeah. yeah. I saw, uh, yeah. And I saw also the comments that the, the director of the festival did. And I think it's a, it's, it's a shame yeah. <laughs> on African cinema. I don't know how to decipher that, um, but 
one day we will. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you both so much for taking the time out to chat with me. And we went over time and I just really appreciate everything. It's all good. And, We're so um, happy to talk to you.